0: welcome everybody to the snap refund podcast we are here with another episode in 2023 my name is anise taylor
1: i'm cody eddings
0: and thank you so much for joining us right here on the snap refund podcast before we kick things off cody my brother happy new year Year. so it is january 1st 2023 And we are taping live right here on the USC campus in Southern California. Whoa, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to process with this podcast. But I think really just to kick things off, brother, let me just ask you, how do you feel?
1: I'm so, so fortunate. I feel really good uh, mentally, physically. Family's good. Health is good. um, And we get to work on something that we love to do. So I'm feeling great. How about you, my man?
0: I'm feeling great, it's a new year. Like, we're here, we made it to 2023. This podcast, we're really gonna recap what happened in 2022, and then talk a little bit about what we can expect in this new year. But I figured, look, if we're gonna really kick things off for the new year, what better way than to start with a beautiful podcast, cause this is us working, and just really talking and laying out the groundwork and the blueprint for the year. And so really just to recap everything with our listeners out there, 2022 was a really big year for the SNAP refund. We launched this year, so we launched in March. In addition to launching, we also got an investment from Northwestern Mutual to be a part of the Northwestern Mutual Black Founders Accelerator, which was powered by Generator, so we are part of that cohort. And in addition to that, we came in second place with Coded by Kids, so we received grant money. We were also as a FedNow Service Provider Showcase, so we were on their list of, of actual, you know, people in this payment space doing something, and, and when the FedNow launches, we'll be ready. And so all these acknowledgments and accolades that came in, all the things that you were doing on social media. Really, Cody, just take us through what you felt as CEO in 2022 that the year was, and and just kind of recap things for us.
1: Yeah, well, you said it really well. Those are definitely the high-level points. And what it felt like to be part of the team as we built out all those awesome moments, Uh, it was just really exciting. It was really exciting because you and I had been toiling away for years before we even got to everything in 2022, and 2022 was almost like the the celebration, like the, the homecoming party for Snap Refund, because everything we've been working on before, I think the majority of people who knew about us in 2022 even found out about us, we've been doing for years, so it took a lot behind the scenes to be able to come out and launch something like we did and have the success that we had in 2022. And there's so much, you know, what you see is just the tip of the iceberg. So a lot had to happen behind closed doors for us to be able to have something to show and to be an investable company. Um, you know, it goes all the way down to the little things like becoming a C corp, making sure that your company is legally investable, making sure that the IP and the product is squared away, all the QA behind the scenes, design meetings with our engineering team. Uh, so much had to happen, and. We really, I'm really proud because we stayed really focused and diligent and didn't let at any point the enormity of the work deter us from getting started. So uh, I feel extremely happy when I look back that we were able to do some pretty amazing things and a lot of them were firsts just for me as an individual. So that was really exciting for me. How's it been for you?
0: You really caught me off guard with the fact that talking about a lot of it was the first for you. A lot of this was also the first for me. And being in a year where, you know, you're really breaking through some walls that you've been trying to break through for a really long time. That's what really stands out to me about 2022 I've never had a company uh, invested in, in the scale that Generator and Northwestern Mutual invested in our company and the due diligence that we went through and being able to work with our law firm. shout out to Ballard Spar, shout out to UPenn Law, the Entrepreneurship Legal Clinic. Um, We work with some fantastic lawyers that really are some of the magic behind um, what's happening. And so to learn the legal side as well, That was really big because I'd never been in those situations, and it really prepared me. And not only that, it just opened more doors. What would you say if you had to really boil down to one thing for 2022 that you would say was the biggest highlight and why it was the biggest highlight? What would you say that would be?
1: I'm, I'm stuck between two things. Can I say two things? Number one is going live with app.snaprefund.io, launching our payment platform. That was so exciting. That was huge, huge. I mean, everything that came after that really needed that in a lot of ways. So that can't be can't be slept on as one of the the biggest highlights for sure. Uh, because we we're, we're live, we're a payment platform. And it all started with that one moment where you flip the switch and push out everything into production. So that was huge. And then the Northwestern Mutual Black Founder Accelerator, powered by Generator, was absolutely one of the biggest moments, not even just of of the year, but really of my life. Because like you had just said, there's so much I've been trying for so long to get investment for companies that I'd worked for before. And Snap Reefing was the first time where I was able to actually help do that with our team. So those are the biggest two moments for me. And I could go in even more because there's so many, but I'll leave it at those two.
0: Man, you really took the words out of my mouth on that one. Uh, I would say definitely the highlight of the year was launching Snap Refund. Uh, I can't even put it into words how it felt to actually see that first transaction go through and being able to see on my bank statement Snap Refund. That one right there really took the cake for me, and Quiet as Kept, what's pretty special, and we'll, and we'll also talk a little bit about why we're in California, um, was that moment happened when I was in California. I was out here at that time. And so, being able to work so hard from the first time that we met in 2019, and go through all the ups and the downs, and the ups and the downs, and just learning in the process, about all these different things related to payments, payment rails, digital currencies, the science behind it, the computer, the technology behind it. It it was really special and it was difficult. So please, listeners, if you're thinking about starting a payment platform, I just wanna let you know it is not as easy as it sounds. Now, if you have the resource, it's easier than you think it is. You know, But if you're really just starting from scratch, it's tough. And if you leave comments in, in this video, you know, with some questions, we'd be more than happy to answer them, too, and walk deeper into what we did. So that was first. I will go with you. Two. So you said the Northwestern Mutual Black Founders Accelerate. That's definitely number two, and it, and it and it was powerful. But what I would have to say, really, the highlight of 2022 and, and coming into 2023 is us— doing this podcast and being here. I think us actually going through the podcasts and re- recollecting the stories and, and actually having something there as a historical tracker of like our experience was such an eye-opener and a breath of fresh air because, when I listen to the podcast. We do it because we want people out there that are listening to really learn and know about our journey. But, but I also do it because... It's really therapeutic in the process. It really is. And so to know that we made it through 2022, when according to statistics, 90% of startups fail and 10% of them start fail in the first year. How difficult it has been as a, on a journey and to know that we're still standing. So I would say those would be my two bigger biggest moments in addition to the Northwestern Mutual Black Founders Accelerator because just being a part of the generator accelerator and and all the experience and being in milwaukee was huge and and there's nothing that can ever take away from that the relationships built in milwaukee the time that we were there in milwaukee with the l- education that we learned being able to have a, a a regional hub now in the midwest you know like we're 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 in the midwest we're in the heart of the country we're we're really you know, they know about SNAP refund in Milwaukee, and that was a big thing. That leads us into coming into California. And so just just going into that, I'll actually come back to why we're here. I don't want to get away from the from the 2022, so I would say those are my biggest highlights. My question to you is, what can we expect in 2023?
1: We're going to continue to look for not only the best versions of Snap Refund for our customers, finding the most ideal product market fit as we continue to scale with the seven and beyond clients we have today, but we'll really look to secure funding to give ourselves even more leverage and technical resources and uh, a bigger team to be able to handle some of the deals that we hope to sign in 2023.
0: Those, Those are some big they sound easy and it sounds like real like simple, right? But it's really tougher than than it is. What are some of the steps that we can go through that process that you think will help us get to that product market fit to really scale the business? Because, you know, I think we can be transparent with our listeners, you know. We're working hard to build this platform and we're really happy with all the success that we've had along the way with actually building the tool and the product. But at the end of the day, this is a business, And on the business front, we're not where we want to be. You know, we need more active transactions. We need more people using the platforms. We need to locate our first insurance partner. Um, We've been in this target market vertical for a couple of years now. I mean, really expanded our sales pipeline, our leads. I mean, we've done a lot. And we haven't gotten any closer to signing one ah, uh, no, okay, that's unfair, but I'm a close but no cigar, you know, like, until, if you gonna dunk the ball, you gotta dunk the ball, you can't be above the rim, and hitting it on the back of the rim, and saying, like, I dunked it, you didn't dunk it, <laughs> you feel me, we haven't dunked it, we've dunked a lot, in terms of actually being a startup, with little, and just you and I, and working with our team, that we've been blessed to work with, but, we haven't dunked it. So my question to you is really laying out the groundwork. All the things that you said, how are we going to accomplish those things? What are the steps that we're going to make as a snap refund, as a startup, that we need to really dive into? But also the listeners at home, they can really learn about really the mindset or process of a business that, is, has, that has a cash flow problem. And is really trying to build even more, and get more customers. What are those steps that we need to take to get those sales and those customers?
1: It's, it's a big question, and, and Anise loves to drop these on me. Like I have like a you know five step manual to becoming like a unicorn or something in my back pocket. So it's it's really tough because you don't really have the the clear answers as a reality. You have what you think you should try to do, or you know, what you might have learned from before. So speaking on that, the the most success we've had so far in, in actually getting uh, an insurance prospect into our pipeline has been using uh, lead gen services and then leveraging our networks that we've built up from people we've met for the past few years from conferences or warm intros. So we'll continue to leverage that. We have uh, a good amount of Solid prospects in the pipeline today and now we're kind of coming into a buying season, you know As enterprises look to actually budget out for the new year so I would expect that we'll be able to Continue to give ourselves a really good chance at locking in partnerships uh, In the next quarter to two quarters as companies actually plan to allocate resources to doing that Um, As far as how to actually get across the finish line. I mean you know, the business who's buying from you, if you're selling B2B SaaS software, they really, at the end of the day, are trying to solve some sort of problem they have. So always talking to them, listening to them, uh, and finding out what the problems really are that matter to them, I think is a really important step to to getting across the finish line with one.
0: I think those are all great points. And and really, at the end of the day, it it comes down to you know, intestinal fortitude and just pushing through those really hard noses. like, when, I mean, we're out there, guys. You guys have been following us. You've seen us at the different conferences. You've seen us, you know, really getting out there into the places that we need to meet in these markets to sell our product and being told by the individual that we're selling to that, yes, we do need that solution that you have and not, and, and not be able to fall through. It's like, you know, I'm outside and it's raining, I do need an umbrella and I see you have an umbrella for sale but I don't wanna buy your umbrella. And I mean, maybe it's it's just that way in the beginning and so that's what makes it tough but I think we have to ask each other these really hard questions and be really open and be really transparent about that. So, well, Anise, what are you doing, right? <laughs> like, well, to fit into this, um we're thinking about sometimes it might not be in the location that you're trying to sell at. Maybe you need to go sell at a different location. And maybe markets matter. And that's what's led us to California and building and operating SNAP refund here. In California, Is it's a whole new region of just businesses. The economy is stronger. Um, it's an untapped network that we haven't really dived into. Really hoping that we can do more of that um, being here. You're in town for a wedding, you know. It, it, it's it's a big thing, but I also don't believe in act in any mistakes. I think it's a reason that we're supposed to be here in January first, two thousand twenty-three, having this podcast in California, and knowing what the future awaits. That this is an exciting time. Um, we were in Milwaukee. We had a conversation with our mentors in Milwaukee, fantastic, shout out to Moise and Abim. And being able to have a really deep conversation and for them to actually say, guys, we know that you wanna have all these exceeding expectations of yourself today and comparing yourself with the big players and incumbents. You know, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, you know, One Inc. These big whoever's situated in their space, in the payment space. But you guys have to also stop and pat yourself on the back and see how far you guys have come in in such a short amount of time. And it was really the first time that I really spoke into a mentor like that in a stance of like, you got to go instead of you got to go harder and and do X, Y, Z, that it was a a sense of acknowledgement and say, you've really worked hard. And and if you wouldn't have worked hard to get where you want to be here with us right now. And I thought that was deep. You know, leaning on that and knowing the positive things, what are some of the positive things that we could start thinking of as a startup, really, from your sense to kind of lead lead this push forward? Because it's a marathon, right? And, and, and sometimes in a marathon, you have your downs. What is it that you could really say, you know, one I can get, but the listener at home as well, that we can start thinking in a positive sense about the work that we've done and what we can carry over into the new year.
1: We were able to build a payment company and a live payment platform with a bootstrapped budget and only two employees. That's really insane. So that's huge because imagine what we can do with more resources. I mean, that's really the beauty of doing something the hard way and... Uh, well, when it's not the hard way anymore, then you really have the limiters removed. And we've been able to really accomplish an awesome payment platform that has really strong payments functionality in the entire U.S., full coverage to all U.S. banks. We have just launched version 1.5 uh, literally last week right before the new year rolled over with upgraded features around bank connectivity, leveraging new partnerships with companies like Plaid. Uh, we've gone through very, very rigorous Penetration testing and making sure that our cybersecurity initiatives are always in top of mind. And doing those things with really a team of four plus interns is really hard to do. And it all started with you and I coming together and just deciding that we we could do it. And that's something to be proud of for sure for me.
0: Yeah, I think that's heavy, man. It, it really is heavy. And yeah, we did build a payment platform, man, from the ground up. And we launched And we've transacted over $100,000 on our platform, you know, and we have 100 users, and we've signed contracts with small businesses. We just haven't gotten a big whale, so please don't get it confused. Like, we have made sales, you know, so it's not like we're we're zero. We make sales. We are a revenue-generating company. We generate revenue, you know. We just – we're so used to having a standard of excellence that – we see ourselves at the finish line already. We see it. We see us being the global payment leaders when it comes to claims around the world. You know, we see us building technology that's so innovated with payments in the near future that when you think of money, you're just going to say, snap, Reef and snap me. It's going to have its own connotation. We already see that vision. We're doing the work. I'm really excited about the master's program, being able to be in that and and consistently learn about digital currencies and blockchain. I'm excited to be a part of a working group, you know, when it comes to a a new system that's going to be out there and and how exciting to know that through the application process that they felt that they could select us and we could provide value to what they're building that – for generations and millions of other people in this payment space is gonna do. We did that, bro. We really did.
1: And why don't you talk for a sec? I don't know if everyone watching will actually know about the working group and what the Federal Reserve is rolling out. So why don't you talk a little bit about some uh, some payment nerd stuff?
0: Well, I can't go too deep into it. So so just keep that. And these are all just from, from what I do. So I can't talk about the working group and and what we're doing about that. But I can talk a little bit about this new payment rail that the FedNow Service is coming out with, and what an exciting moment that is for really the general public and innovators in the FinTech space to know that the Federal Reserve is really working hard to develop these new payment systems and payment rails that you and I can be a part of now, right? As opposed to when we think about the clearinghouses, that's really operated by the private institutions, the private banks. They're able to transact amongst themselves and create new products that allows them to be innovative, such as Zelle, and with real-time payments. That, for us, we wouldn't have an option unless we wanted to pay a premium to the private banks. You know, now with the FedNow Service, there's going to be payment rails that we're going to be able to tap into and to utilize their service and product that traditionally a company like Snap Refund wouldn't be able to do with the private banks, because now this is more public. And this is a really, really transformative period that I believe being a part of the payment space to see this happening. And And it's really a desire from from our nation as well as other nations around the world to really step up their game when it comes to currency and money. Because like we've said from the very beginning when we first met, is that money is changing. It's not always going to be cash for the rest of our lives. It's going to be a new way. It's going to be a new system. It's going to be more frictionless. Really, the goal, if you could be an innovative company, is to relieve people of financial anxiety, and so we'll be able to give greater control of the people's money. And and so that's really what I can say about it, is just as far as being excited, but I can't really speak too much on the topic at hand until it rolls, you know? But just know that, you know, we're working. We're, we're, we're really working, and, and Snap Refund is doing a lot of stuff ourselves, to get more education. Because the truth of the matter is, there's nobody here to teach us. Nobody. Did, did you have a mentor in the fi- financial technology space before working on a Snap Refund?
1: No, not before. But we, we have a lot now. we got to give credit to people for sure where it's due.
0: Now. That's what I'm saying. So being a part of the process has been so transformative because we've been able to build our network, meet people, become more educated, as opposed to before we started. And that was really one of the reasons why we started.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's going back to 2019. Uh, And I think we've talked about this before, but just to reiterate, I mean, this journey began when, So I had already known Anise for about a year, I think, before we started Snap Refund, which was actually at the time called Dime, which really was this company called Eddings Taylor LLC. Uh, But that all started because Anise had reached out to me and said, yeah, Cody, there's this problem. You know, I see all these people uh, in black communities, rural communities, low-income communities who are typically not getting financial literacy at the same clip as other peers in this country. And we wanted to do something about that. We wanted to give people better access to financial technology and tools that existed, but also trickle down more slowly to certain communities. So that's what really got us going in the beginning and coming from being in those communities ourselves to then coming to today where we've really learned so much about how, not even just you know, the payment technologies work, but how businesses leverage them and what the patterns are They kind of form the fintech landscape that we all exist in. uh, That's been huge. And the mentors we have now um, are the people that we probably would have, you know, imagined or hoped we'd be talking to back then. So it's amazing to see how far things come. And I couldn't be more excited for 2023.
0: Well said. So for 2023, let's wrap this thing up. Give me your top three resolutions. It could be business. It could be personal. It could be anything, something that you want to l- leave the listener with. But top three things to look forward to, to come into 2023 for you.
1: Uh, you know, I'm not even a big fan of resolutions either because I always try to actually just live whatever it's going to be. And you could just start that any day of the week, you know, any time of year. But in the spirit of the holidays, you know, let's think about a more symbolic statement of intention here so for me i'm going to continue to try to be the best person i can be as a a human and that's the most important thing for me in my life and finding ways to spread that and then i want to do everything i can to make snap refund go to five figure revenues as early as possible this year because we're close and hopefully if it is a wise business decision close a seed round and get seed funding before the end of the year. And then the third thing, which is maybe, you know, they're in no particular order of importance, is I wanna see how I can help other people, other entrepreneurs and spread that light more because we've been through enough at this point to really have a lot of answers that people wanna have and I wanna be able to give them those answers um, anytime they reach out to me.
0: Great, I really like all those three. I'll, I'll say mine first, and it really doesn't, like you said, order of importance is education. I think really what's allowed us to continue to grow down this path within our networks and and meeting people and and learning and the process is really getting educated. So knowing that, you know, there's so many more well-experienced people in the insurance space, in the financial space out there, the thing that really helps them is the education. So continuing to invest in our education, conferences, schools, reading, those are really a big thing that I want to do more in 2023. Two- I want to give it everything I got with Snap Refund. I mean, it's why we're here in California. It's why we're here in Southern California. It's why we're building this business across the country the way that we have. We, we started in the East Coast. We built a, a fintech company right out of... Philadelphia, I mean, really, really tough grounds to build a business on. And we built a successful startup, a startup that's still standing, that's got great representation, that's doing great work and really has made an impact with small business and users that have used Snap Refund. So that's a big deal. So I want to continue to do everything that, that, that I can for the company and and really just seeing us grow. That's two. And, and third, really... I wanna just leave it open to magic, right? I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try to lock in what number three is gonna be. I, I just wanna I wanna give it I wanna give the room for there to be some magic to happen that is so unpredictable that they say can only happen in Hollywood. They say you can only write this type of stuff in Hollywood. And we're here on USC campus that has one of the best film writing programs in the world. So no better place for us to get a little bit of magic, right, than in L.A. and in Cali and, and seeing what magic can happen. And that's what I'm really looking forward to is the magic. So last words that you have for our, our listeners out there.
1: 2023, new year, new you. Let's get it.
0: 2023, new year, new you. Like the boss man said, let's get it. We thank you guys so much for listening to us for a year in 2022. And we welcome you to 2023. And we pray that you have a great year. We wish you the most happiest new year filled with greatness and prosperity and all the blessings that you hope. Thank you so much for listening to the Snap Reef from Podcast. My name is Anise Taylor.
1: And I'm Cody Eddings.
0: And we will see you on the flip side. Happy New Year, y'all. Peace.